you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live in New York City. It's Friday, December 2nd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Sean O'Hara. The Buffalo Bills got on track last night. Do you feel like they returned to form, Kyle? They looked really good. They've won three in a row, and we're getting all kinds of W's this morning. Tomorrow is Jamie Erdahl's birthday, and we've been talking about it all day. We got a message from Gary Danielson, her old colleague. And Jamie was regaling us with tales of covering the Sun Bowl in yep. El Paso, Texas, and she had to be away from her family on New Year's Eve. And look, El Paso took some scuds, maybe, but uh, we just want to point out a few great things about the town of El Paso, Texas. Just bring it up. El Paso, great American city. Jamie, take us through these. Okay, well, it is a town at elevation at ne- uh, near 3,700 feet. You think it's in that kind of dead zone of time zones with next to Arizona, but it's not. It's in the mountain time zone. <laughs> okay. And it, it is, uh, it's, an, it's a musical inspiration for some, like Marty Robbins. And like I said, it is tied for the second longest running in college football. And again, right behind the Masters on CBS as a long-standing sports right? programming hmm, piece of tradition. history. Uh, the Sun Bowl itself, a wonderful event. Living in Minnesota, hard to get to. That's all I'm saying. That was the only challenge. And sometimes travel really just weighs heavy on the brain. I drove eight hours to get there from Austin, Texas, so I wanted to be there. Don't mind me. It's we're happy to have you here. I Absolutely am. right. We are happy to have you Thank here. You. The Sun Bowl, a tradition unlike any. <laughs> well done. Hello, friends. Just like you know the lead block. the lead block. Yes, that's right. Lead I'm block. My tie out to someone. Uh, Bills, <laughs> Patriots, let's go. It wasn't the Bills' most offensive um, most impressive offensive performance because they ran the ball a lot. And afterwards, Josh Allen was locked in and doing what he does, talk about team and one game at a time and that type of stuff. That's why we love him. Josh Allen, Mike Giardi, take it away. All right, Josh, teams don't come in here three straight years to beat the Patriots in New England. What does it say about your football team that you've been able to do this? Well, again, our defense, uh, they played great, only letting up 10 points. 
giving us short fields all day. Um, you know, we got to score more points. That's how we feel. But we did enough to get it done tonight. It was a good situational football game win. Uh, you know, we worked in unison with defense and special teams, found a way to get it done. We need to find ways. MVP! MVP! And last one for me, Stefan Diggs. It doesn't seem like anybody can cover that guy one-on-one. -on -one. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I trust him, you know, with my life. Uh, he goes out every single game. He competes very hard, man, and uh, I love throwing to him. So you think this is what the record looks like when you play Pac-Man. It is not. This is the AFC playoff picture, and the Bills move up to the two seed in the AFC in the first place in the, in the AFC East. For now, the Dolphins could get it all back with a win over the 49ers on Sunday. Those two teams are a thrill to watch in and of itself, but down the stretch, it's going to be awesome. Scarier team right now, though, if you had to slap that sticker label on one of the two, Bills or Dolphins, where would you put that name tag? Yeah, there's an A or a B, Dolphins or Bills, and naturally, sports TV, you want one of those two Have answers. To, but I'm going to give a C, and that's to be determined, because I don't know about the Dolphins yet. I want to see what this the Dolphins do in January oh. and in December. Okay. I think mm. this Dolphins team has been so good, so impressive. They're predicated on speed, and speed is great in September. Speed is great in October. Speed works in November. Is all this speed going to be able to hold up come, oh, I don't know, outdoors in Buffalo? You buy into that? I don't know. I, yeah. Look, if they're an indoor team and they're playing and they're the greatest show on turf and they're in the Edward R. Jones yeah, Dome yeah. or if they're Chris Carter and Randy Moss <laughs> right. and they're playing in the Metrodome, it's yeah. one thing. But like Julio and those Falcons teams, they were indoors late in the season and they would go on that slant route and that's what Kyle Shanahan would predicate it on. Look, the Niners, which they're based on in a lot of ways with the McDaniel offense, it traveled. It was great. It went to Green Bay. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to say I don't know and do it with great conviction. Okay? I could say that here. Fine. Say, you can say that. I want to see because guess what? Buffalo, I've seen them in cold weather. I know they're up for the yeah. fight. I know they can do it. The Dolphins, are they the team with what they've been doing, which is so good and so efficient, and Tua, honestly, I love what Kyle Shanahan said about Tua yesterday. He says, this guy takes one step back, looks at his first read, if it's not there, goes to a second read, if it's not there, and if his third read is there, he just throws it away. Mm -hmm. And you know you're not getting mistakes, and that's what works in that offense. But does that travel? Can he go into Kansas City? Will he go into Cincinnati? Will that team, with all that speed and all mm -hmm. that electricity, electricity, will that be able to win on the road outside in January mm -hmm. and December. Now, mm -hmm. they might not have to. They might get the one seed and it might not even be a question. But even so, we haven't seen the Dolphins in this team specifically uh, play any real games of significance yet. We're about to. We get the opportunity. Yeah, there's still a lot of unknown factors. And that's why I can't go dive in on the Finns with the scariest word. It's scary. I'm, I'm impressed, but I'm not scared yet. I, I'm not scared of speed. I am scared of, of tough guys, though, all right? Tom Coughlin used to have a saying, tough times don't last, tough people do. Yep. Give me toughness. Give me Josh Allen. Give me the Buffalo Bills, what they're doing right now. The balance attack, too. They're running the football. They're throwing the football. You can't guard Stephon Diggs. He's got an unbelievable relationship right now with Josh Allen. Josh said he doesn't even tell him to run routes. He says, just get open. I will find you. It's not a, hey, 12-yard hit route and you have to be right here. No, it's do your thing. I will find you. I will get it to you. And I just want to clear something up earlier on in the show. Uh, KB, you, you, you mentioned that the Patriots have not had to go up against a killer quarterback yet in this division. And I just felt like I got to correct that right now because they have. His name was Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, toughness and how about awareness right That's now? really cool. How about the cool factor it's that awesome. Josh Allen is rocking as he blows into his gloves. I'm talking about how tough he is. Here's one reason. <laughs> 
He's wearing a Ryan Fitzpatrick jersey that oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick signed to him to Josh. Really cool. And then, actually, I think he wore a different one in the postgame. So he had two, he had multiple Fitzpatrick jerseys. But I, I, I love the awareness right now. And, you know, we talk a lot about quarterbacks and, like, man, they just had this wow factor, this if factor. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves Josh Allen. Kyle, you spend every Tuesday with him down in your basement. And, and there's, like, I've yet to find anybody that says anything bad about Josh. Mm. But his awareness right now and the impact that he has on everybody and everything that he does, that's pretty special. The teammates do love him, and if someone were to take a shot at him in the media, like I don't know what happened to Kyler this week, like there would be a massive tidal wave. It's an from interesting Buffalo. comparison, big time. They yeah. love the guy. Um, I, I think the Bills might be slightly scarier. We're in the scary word, scary, just because I think Josh Allen really terrifies defensive coordinators. But not that Tyreek Hill doesn't, but. I think we're going to find a lot about the Dolphins this weekend. A lot. I think the Dolphins are the Monday 7A team, Mm -hmm. win or lose. Like, if they beat San Francisco, gosh, the Dolphins never lose. If they get smashed by San Francisco, it's like maybe the Dolphins are exposed a little bit, and maybe, you know, they're going to have that soft word follow them around, the South Beach thing. But before we get into Bills or Dolphins, it's important to remember what happened last time, because Peter spent so much time talking about the elements in the cold. How about them in the heat? Do you remember this game? They got beat. 21-19, it was crazy conditions. The players were cramping up and passing out. And the Bills are down too. They just need a field goal. And remember this? The, the clock is running. And look at them. They try to run up to the ball. This is how close this game was. Josh Allen threw for 400 yards, but he made some big mistakes. And they couldn't get the snap off. A lot of people remember Ken Dorsey smashing the surface. It was so frustrating and so close. And then afterwards, Allen and Tua like, found themselves and had this really like this moment of solidarity between them. And they love it. It's exhausting. It's crazy. They were. I think, look... I, I'm in touch in many ways with a lot of Bills fans. They have a lot of reasons they lost that game. Some of which are valid, some are not. We didn't have this guy, this guy, this guy. The Heath, it's fine. It's whatever, who cares? This next one is not going to be the case. It's going to be like maybe a 90-degree difference. It's going to be at home. You're going to have more guys back. There will be no excuses. It's late in the season. Everybody's hurt. Um, I, I still can't answer the question of who's different because I need to see the Bills. I need to see the Dolphins against the Niners. Yeah. But if you're asking me who I wouldn't want to play right now, Depends where the game is. I don't want to play Miami and Miami. I don't want to play Buffalo and Buffalo. That's how close these two teams are. Big litmus test this weekend for the Dolphins, right? Massive. I mean, like, there's a number one defense on the road. Can this team travel? All that stuff. No, no. Jamie, I'm curious what you think. Well, it just depends on what you're scared of. If you're scared of the dark, are you scared of the abyss? Because right now, the unknown for us is the Dolphins. There's a reason why we're having this conversation on Friday, because it's kind of fun fodder to be like, well, we just saw what the Dolphins, what the Bills did last night, but you haven't seen what the Dolphins. So answer the question. Um, I was always one to wanted to get. I wanted to get tests over with. I was not a good student. You're scared I didn't of like tests. School, so I'm not going to create a, a C and go TBD. I just want to pick one, and I'm going to pick the Dolphins right now because I'm scared of the unknown. I think I know, and I think we all know what the Bills are, what their makeup is, how good they can be. I think the Dolphins are still growing, and I think they're still growing in a really scary way, and that's the adjective I'm going to use. Tua Tungavaloa, we know the really remarkable stat that's not on that screen, which is he is unbeatable when he has started a game. He, of course, he went through that atrocious injury stretch in October with his concussions, and this is where he ranks right now, though, so far through this season. And I remember distinctly when we started back on the show in August, and we were like, what a gift these AFC quarterbacks are. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. And Tua was not on that list. Tua was in a different segment about what the heck are we going to do with Tua? What the heck Freedom. is going to go on with right. Tua? Is Mike McDaniel the answer? Can't be. That can't be. It is. It's happening. And add Tua Tungavello to the Christmas list because this has been such a great thing to watch the Dolphins come into their own offensively. They're so fun to watch. 
That quarterback is so good. Do you guys remember when we took his his footage and we flipped it to oh, yeah, make him fun. throw right-handed? <laughs> and for some reason, it just worked in yep. our brains. And we were like, that's the most beautiful throw I've ever seen in my life. It looks that's how good Tua Tavailoa is. And so to me... The unknown is scary. I'll go with the Dolphins on this one. You're scared of the unknown. I'm scared of the unknown. It's left, dark. Lefties. Yeah. I'm scared of El Paso, Texas. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just, just me. I, I've never been the Sun Bowl. It's tough. Eight-hour drive. It's crazy. No dark there. Always sunny. It's time for Sunday Preview, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Here are some odds for a same-game parlay, if you're interested in that, featuring the Chiefs and the Bengals, who will face off this Sunday in CINCY Cincinnati. Now, let's focus on this game. There's been a budding, beautiful rivalry between the Chiefs and the Bengals in recent years. Nice. I know, look at the colors clash. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of works. The Bengals yep. won their regular season matchup last season, then they beat Kansas City in the mm-hmm. conference championship. Beautiful rivalry for the Bengals fans, yes. Yeah, yeah. one-sided. Well, right, but also I think if you're just a fan of football and competition, I don't think you mind a little healthy rivalry, especially yeah. if you're as good as these guys are. What would another win mean? for the Bengals against the Chiefs if they pull this one off in Cincinnati. It means these guys have these guys' number. Mm. Mm-hmm. Three in a row is no fluke. Nobody Two. has their number. These guys would have these guys' number. And I thought the, the the tenor and the vibe in Cincinnati this week was really interesting. So Elizabeth Blackburn is one of the best executives in football, mm-hmm. and she and she's running a, a certain part of the, the Bengals organization right now, which is about team marketing and outreach and trying to get the branding up. She sent this. To the season ticket holders this week, a letter. Okay, senior director of strategy engagement. Bain, uh, you know, former Bain employee, obviously comes from the Brown family. Does it get any better than this? We enter December in the middle of a playoff race with divisional control in our sights. We control our own destiny. A destiny that will be decided here in the jungle. It starts with believing in this team, showing up to support, and yelling on every single defensive down. There's more. Season ticket holders woke up to this. Page two. We are on this journey together as a community. And need every single one of you along on this ride. Let's finish the season strong, together, and with energy. Our team needs you there ruling the jungle and getting loud. Who did? <laughs> Elizabeth. This is from the ownership on down. Peter. This place has me fired up. Every season ticket holder got there. We have a 4.30 main window Nansen Romo game being played in Cincinnati. This is everything for this franchise right now. I'm fired up. Kyle, Let's go. I, I know you're She went on to say uh, they can take our lives, but they can, can never take, take our freedom! Peter, we missed such a production opportunity here. We needed the stool and the spotlight yeah. and a dramatic reading on that one. Yeah. Every season ticket holder woke up to that, and I think that's what, that's what this is all about. Biggest regular season game in Cincinnati in years. You sounded like Al Pacino. Yeah. Yeah. It was great, Peter. Fireballs from your eyes and bolts of lightning from your <laughs> arse. Uh, listen, I, I'll go a much different route. You said it, Peter. Help me out with it. What was the old George W. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me, shame on, won't get fooled again. Yep. Now check out this drive. One of those. It's three times in a row. And I said this yesterday. The Chiefs have this amazing existence in that they have crafted and they have worked where they're the team. Like, they are the AFC team. They laugh at Buffalo still because they beat him in the playoffs. Nobody matters. You know, they had their thing with Deshaun Watson years ago and then raved whoever it is. This is the standard. 
Or is it this? You're going to see this team likely again. And if they think, you know, Mahomes was kind of like, yeah, 0-2 against uh, Burrow, but I'm just focusing on their defense. He doesn't really love the questions, and I don't blame him. If you think you're getting a lot now, if Burrow beats you and goes 3-0, and and it's a testament to Mahomes, we're all shocked that they might lose three games in the AFC. It's a massive statement. And also, I think the best team in the AFC if be. they win this game. Best team. Miami, I hear you. Buffalo, I hear you. Beating that team three times in a row, you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that we're talking about them being the best team in the AFC right now, and they're in second place in their own division. So th- this game is mm. huge and has ripple effect all throughout. They win this game. That Week 18 matchup against the Baltimore Ravens is probably for the division because they're both going to end up be- colliding with a similar record. For the Bengals, though, it's not just about Joe Burrow. I-, I look at Zach Taylor, the head coach. All right. Beating Andy Reid. Andy Reid's yeah. a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. So it's it's both. It's Joe Burrow dominating Patrick Mahomes. And basically, if he wins a third one now, it's okay. We had a conversation yesterday. We'll, we'll, we'll revert back to that after this game about who uh, who the new father was. But <laughs> I think when you look at, at what the Bengals did starting out 0-2, Zach Taylor is going to get a lot of oh, love that. after this game if the Bengals find a way to win this football game. Because Andy Reid, like, like nobody seems to have his number, right? I mean, I know he had a couple of rough championship games in Philly, but... Ancient history. Exactly. Andy Reid against Zach Taylor. This is this has kind of been one-sided as well. Mm. There's been a lot of commentary, I feel like, this week about stadium arrivals. You know, like, are they kosher? Do you buy into them? Do you yeah. eat into them? When can you pull them off? This guy, I mean, he could just walk around Kansas City in slow-mo, and Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is just cool. He's won, he's an MVP, he's a Super Bowl champion. Joe Burrow's got that going on, but, man, if he beats Patrick Mahomes three times, Joe Burrow's life could be made in that neon green suit that Kyler Murray wore earlier this season. Burrow could pull it off with the chain, and he could just walk around Cincinnati fully in slow motion at all times because the swagger that the Bengals could take ownership of, if they beat the Chiefs for as good as the Chiefs have been, Travis Kelsey, the way he's been playing, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? If you take care of business at home against this team, you just and just leave it out. Like, everything's on the backside of you here. Everything off the shoulder, everything off the turtle shell. You've got the cool check, you've got the vibe mm-hmm. check. Oh, and then you're moving your way up in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This one being in Cincinnati is so interesting because of yes. also the elements, the weather. But, like, I think that stadium is going to be rocking. Yeah. Like, no rocking. This fan base hasn't had a big regular season game like this. Last year they played the Niners. They lost in that game. Felt like that was a big game. This one's national TV mm-hmm. audience. Like, I, I think it's mm-hmm. really Did you get the shirt? That they're, they're handing out shirts Are to all the fans. Yeah, yeah, it says, this one's for Beth. Oh. oh. Elizabeth. Made this statement. Very good, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Jamie would have gone to his concert, and Peter Schrager got the invite to go to this gentleman's concert and literally chose to go to Justin Bieber instead. Mm-hmm. Let's get him in here, our guy Blake Shelton. Yeah. What up, buddy? What's up, Blake? Good morning, Blake. <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Can you imagine? Peter, you want to say anything? He, about he that? And I talk, Peter and I talked about that for, I, I would say, three months. We had dinner plans. <laughs> he, was, he was bringing the wife, everything. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, you know, uh, Roger Goodell called him in for a secret meeting uh, or something the, the night before. And, but at least you guys came out. It, it was We had a lot of fun. I remember, I still remember me, me and Sean playing a, a game of quarters uh, after the, after the <laughs> concert. Oh yeah. We played quarters yeah. and, and then I remember Gwen had Kyle making videos for, for our son and yeah. it was great. It was great. 
I, I walk, we walked into the dressing room, and th there's Gwen, and she screams at me, it's the Angry Runs guy! And I was like, Gwen, it's, it's, it's Gwen <laughs> Stefani. She was incredible. Blake, we got to get this out of the way, because you always have takes. Before we get to the Cardinals and football, you always have thoughts on our show. You watch it every morning. We're, we're thrilled that you do it. Any observations or opinions about how Good Morning Football is going right now in 2022? It's kind of creepy uh, how much I, I watch the show, honestly. Um, <laughs> and speaking of, of Gwen, I, I do actually have a, a hot take. We're a little bit worried about you, okay. Kyle, in that right. I don't know. We don't know how you're going to maintain uh, the energy level to, to con continue to do the Angry Runs segment mm. when you get old. It's like you're like Chris Farley doing the van down by the river guy. And when you get old on this show, you, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to, to keep doing that and screaming like that. And you, look like you need to take like blood pressure medicine before and after you do the segment. So I'm, I'm just thinking maybe it's time to think of, of what you can step to next. You know what I'm saying? That, that makes sense. Um, I think that you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm I hear you. Them. I hear you. I, I'm, I'm sitting here going, "Well, we got a guy named James Conner here." Just fall right on the table, Blake. I would rather die doing angry runs than move on to something else. I'm rocking. There roll. we go. I'll Rank drop on the set, baby. He's I don't in. care. Wreck them. Damn near killed them. Okay, fair enough. And and, and the other hot take I have um, is: yep. uh, have, have you ever noticed that that Peter has a hard time completing a sentence when he's super excited about? <laughs> A player like he'll get into like you know he's talking about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he can run, he can jump, he can pass. But he's a great football player. <laughs> he, he always stops mid sentence and then says what what the what the entire point was he was trying to get to. Just I think you so could good. complete more sentences. It'd probably be good for your That's statistics. It. That's probably why Sean <laughs> pulled ahead of you on words. Uh, I would think. <laughs> Minutes talk. Stick That's minutes great. talk. Sticking like the landing on the minutes talk for Sean O'Hara. Blake, man, I'm so happy to chat with you. I, I want to log an, a year on the show before I receive any feedback. Please give me a fighting <laughs> chance. All right. Always has takes. <laughs> Jamie, I was I was watching the episode when uh, uh, Kyle awkwardly pointed out that, uh, you know, in order to share a cab ride with you, you don't have to talk to you. Uh, yeah, that that Your was thoughts. a little bit weird, it, but it's weird to, to okay, say no, that to wait. a friend. I thought it was weird, too. I thought the entire cast thought it was weird. I agree that it was weird. Yeah. Like, hey, let's sit by each other. Frankly, we don't have to talk. It was an it was an international flight overnight. <laughs> Sleep was expected. Yeah. And I just said, you don't have to talk to me. Sorry. I was trying to take the pressure off of it. <laughs> Um, but I, I receive feedback well. I'm trying to work on that as a strength in my communication <laughs> style. And I hear Wait, it. It's been I'm logged. To, and I'm going to try to... I'm throwing, the, I'm throwing the red flag. The, Challenge the flag. don't have to talk to me part, I, I, I could have sworn was, let's share a ride once we get to London because you're in a strange mm -hmm. city and maybe... I'm throwing the red. Let's go to the tape. I, go you're to the right. Tape. You're, yeah, right. Just like the commercial. Well you're right. done. You're right. Well because done. You, you right still have another because, challenge left because yeah. that was successful. All right. Well, I wanted I'll to wait run. here, I but I, get, I, will, I take your feedback. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. brought takes. I love it. May I ask you one about Kyler Murray? Oh, here because, we go. Because uh, there's some controversy happening between Murray and his former teammate, Patrick Peterson, two gentlemen you know all too well. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> just lay into it, man, because Peterson said Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. What do you think about this? Big Cardinals fan. 
You know, I, I maybe I could just speak to the to the season over. I think you guys said it best yesterday, w- without even meaning to say anything. When you didn't even have the damn hat on the table, there was thirty one <laughs> teams hats Stop. on the table yesterday. That's the only team you didn't have out there, and 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 I couldn't disagree with the with the shading with the undertones of what that meant. You're right. You're exactly right. I don't know what's Kyle happening. was stressed. We did a segment where we have all 32 hats on. It's the whole point of the segment is to have all 32 teams represented. And I, the Cardinals hat just was just Excellent. gone. Out of here. Blake, uh, on to more serious things. And I know we, it's like a weird left turn to go so seriously. But here, uh, if you watch the show every morning, you know that I've really fixated on one storyline. And it's one that America is talking one. about right yeah. now. So, like, can we stop giggling for a second right. and get a little all right, serious? All right. All right. All right. Um, I want to show you something that I've been talking about on the show a bunch. Uh, this guy right here. This is Jackson DeVille. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he's our most patriotic American Bam. right now as, as we're having issues with social media and comments. and things. This is one unifying subject. Uh, Blake, uh, blue, red, left of the aisle, right of the aisle. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right down the crotch. Right down the crotch. How about this one? Oh, wow. We've got the back shot, the rear shot. Oh, Blake, wow. I, I know uh, this might sound weird. Cheeky blinders. I, I'm, I'm into it. Like more than what just does that mean? like I really, really like looking at it. Okay. Um, Jackson sure. Deville, a mascot cat in a string bikini. Yeah. Your takeaways. I don't. First of all, I don't think it's weird that you in particular are into it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I was watching that game because uh, mm-hmm. we were just watching a game, and I, and I was watching it with our with our kids and. And there's the mascot all of a sudden, and, I, and the kids are like, wait, Pop, rewind, rewind that. And I ended up, you know, you have to have one of those dad moments where you have to explain why this is happening. And, and, and is this person supposed to be there? Is this like a, like, a, like a streaker or a fan who got on the field? That, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but nobody would want to touch the guy, even if he was, you know. But my thought... My thought ended up being, well, kids, you know, the NFL is, they've expanded to, you know, they go to London now, they go to Mexico City, they're going, they went uh-huh. to Germany, and this guy's like, you know, no, America, America. And he put on the red, white, and blue uh, shorts. There was no way you could ignore it. You had to look yep. at it. So Great take. he made his point. Uh, what a great take. Love the patriotism. And of course, we were just celebrating salute to servers. That's all he was doing. Yeah. Mm. I find That's it ironic so that you had, I mean, had to take pause with your kids there, coming from a guy who wrote a song called Hillbilly Bone. Mm. Um, that's right. I, the I guy was saluting. You're right. Maybe, maybe that's what Jacksonville, <laughs> you know, Jacksonville was doing. He was doing a Hillbilly Bone. All right. Speaking of another Hillbilly, let's go up to uh, Kyle's best friend, Josh Allen. All right, listen, he's, Josh Allen Please. talks a lot yeah. about movies now with Kyle. Kyle's giving him these lists here, movies you need to watch. Yeah. I want notes. You have homework. And he came back with one take about a particular distaste for a sports movie, but he would not reveal which one it was. So he didn't want to ruffle any feathers. But we want to ask you, Blake, do you have a sports movie that you don't like as much as a lot of other people do? Oh my God! This see, this is why y'all should submit the questions beforehand so I could have something <laughs> worth a damn to say here. But uh, you know, um, no, I love every single sports movie. I'm with them. Everybody, you know, I watched uh, with with Gwen. We watched uh, the Kurt Warner 
uh, movie. Yeah. And literally, American underdog. We both cried like as if someone just passed away that was very close to us. We cried like that like four times mm. during that movie. Like I remember like acting like I had to go make a drink a couple of times so I could go weep sure. in, in the corner, you know. It's good. <laughs> we I'm not gonna say movies. Look, I'm I'm gonna take the, the Josh Allen route. I'm not gonna sit here and, and trash movies just so you guys can get some clickbait. Just so you guys can have clickbait <laughs> here on GMFB. We'll take it. Yeah. Blake, How about that mug, by the way? How about the mug on Blake Shelton right now? Fantastic. It's teamwork. You've given us. Hey, by the way, I thought that I was hoping like, the producer yeah. uh, back there. Y'all did. Y'all y'all had a shot of the producer what earlier, and I thought he had on a, a Barmageddon hat, but he didn't. He oh. had on some other. He had on some other piece of junk back there. I don't know what it is. Oh my god, that's Grillo. Yeah, it's a pizza place in Philly. Same deal. Oh man, you get it. We got to get your Barmageddon hat. Yeah. All right, we will. Absolutely. And we got to talk for him again, right? Yeah, Blake, hang with us because you think you're escaping clickbait, but you're with us another segment. We got more Good Morning Football coming this way with Blake Sheldon. The best. Okay. Try to be friends with everybody who comes on the show. This is a real genuine friend that we love. It's Blake Shelton. Blake, we have to get right into this. You got this new show, Barmageddon. Sounds perfect for you. Sounds perfect for us. Silly games, celebrities, and drinking. Tell us about the show. What can we can expect? Because we're going to watch. Well, so during uh, COVID time, uh, you know, they pretty much locked down the set of The Voice, and, and there was no audience, and there was just l- literally the coaches, the contestants, and, and just a handful of cameramen in the room, and there was a lot of downtime in between setups because there wasn't enough crew there to, to make things happen. And so Carson and I would just end up literally drinking our faces off uh, in, yeah. in our dressing room together. Uh, and I remember one day we were in there in that show. Uh, it's called Holy Moly was on TV. And it's like the putt-putt thing. And, I, yep. and we were both saying, man, what if they could? What if they were drinking while they were playing this? It would be so much more fun, you know? <laughs> And and literally the show was born out of that idea. We just kept working on it and thinking of, of dumb things to add. And next thing you know, we here we are. The the season starts to air uh, Monday on USA, and we're fired up about it. It's literally just bar drinking games with with people talking crap with each other. You guys would actually be a great episode. Uh, awesome. it, it'd be fun to have all four of you on there. We love it. Blake. My man. Oh, there's my man. So my good man. to see you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How we doing? I'm doing good, uh, buddy. I'm glad they. I'm glad they let you at the round table today for some discussion. Mm-hmm. Let's have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, once in a row, right? Uh, listen, congratulations on the new show, my friend. And in honor of it, we have some bar-related questions. All right, are you ready for it? Yes, yeah, so bring it on. Here we go. What is your classic drinking game that you absolutely crush and dominate over everybody. Uh, well, there's a, there was two games that I was really good at. Quarters is one of them. I absolutely slayed Sean at, at quarters uh, last February. And I guess the other one, there's a game that I can't say it on, on as long as we're live, but it's bull uh, yeah, crap. Sure. It's, it's, yeah, you know that game. I'm good at that one too, Will Selva. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blake, which current Cardinals player would you most want to go out on a night on the town with and go bar hopping with? 
Well, who was the guy? Who was the kicker uh, early in the season that uh, we were talking about as almost mastered the ability of kicking the ball and having it come completely back around to him like a boomerang? Oh my God, Peter! That's um, boomerang. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name. I can't remember, but that guy would be a blast. I forget. Yeah, that guy was cool. He's like one of those guys with what? What's your secret hidden talent? I can kick the football and have it come completely back to me. Yeah. All right. I didn't see Blake going. <laughs> that sounds there. like a fun game to do drunk yeah. to try to kick a football. That's yes. for sure. Uh, Blake, I, I think I'm going to say with pride at this table that I am not the lightest weight drinker at this okay. table. I'm not going to say who might okay. be, but I, t- I say that with pride. Which coach from The Voice I'm, I'm proud do you, of you think is the biggest lightweight? Thank you. Who's the biggest lightweight on The Voice when it comes to going out for drinks? You know, I was excited when uh, Camila joined the uh, the coach coaching staff at the voice because uh i don't know she seemed like you know we would get on there and 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 drink wine you know and and tequila and vodka and every week before the show starts i walk over to her chair and i'm say like hey what do you what do you got in there she's like "Eh, i'm not drinking tonight maybe tomorrow night and so i'm gonna have to say camilla because now that i think about it i don't think I've I've heard her talk about drinking, but I don't think I've ever actually seen her have a drink on the show. Mm. (laughs) It's a shame for a girl Mm, in her 20s. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's a great answer, though. Sean, what else you got? All right, Blake, how about this? We're walking down the streets of Nashville, or maybe we're in Old Scottsdale, all right? Maybe we're in L.A. I don't know. We're going to a bar to listen to some live music. Who do you want playing in that bar? Ooh. Oh, live at the bar. Now, are we in New York? Anywhere, anywhere in the world. I want to see Billy Joe play one of these days. I'd I'd love to see that. You know, I love watching the YouTube. Let's go to the garden. Oh, you want to see him in a bar? Does he he still pick up the piano and throw it over and and hurl the the mic stand across the stage like he did back in the day? I want to see that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just don't, um, just don't book it with Shrek. Everybody watch Barmageddon on USA with our guy Blake Shelton. He's got Christmas music. He has a beautiful family, and he is one of our favorite people on the planet. Blake, you're the best. We love you, man. Good luck. Thank Merry you, Christmas. Blake. Thank you. Barmageddon. Love you guys. Go, you, Blake. You're love the best. Amazing, dude. Amazing. Thank, Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks for letting me sell my stuff. Great you, man. Yeah. Stay in touch. I hope it goes great. Blake, that was awesome. We'd be happy to Absolutely. come on season two. All right. Your book. Hey, hey tell, tell, tell Vrabel to get his ass on the treadmill. <laughs> book it. <laughs> no, I actually text him. <laughs> See. That's awesome. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect.